0: irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to L.A. Talk
1: Radio. You're listening to the Power of Love Radio Show, only on L.A. Talk Radio.
2: Welcome to the Power of Love Radio Show, sponsored by the D.D. Dee Dee Jackson Foundation. We are here to provide hope, resources and a community so no one feels alone in their grief. I am TJ Jackson and with me of course are my two brothers, Terrell Jackson and Todd Jackson.
0: Yep. What's going on? Taj? I, I was gonna say yeah. Well hello. He beat you to <laughs> <He did>. it. <laughs> he did. That's why that's what, that's you're what happens there. when you take yep. your
2: time. We are live on the Power of Love Radio Show, so if you're listening to us right now, thank you for joining us. Later on in our show we will be opening up the phone lines. Um so to call in, the number is three two three two zero three zero eight one five. Again, it's three two three two zero three zero eight one five. And of course, you can always reach out to us by or via social media, specifically Twitter, because Taj, our social media guy, <laughs> is only under contract to check one social media <laughs> handle, so he chose Twitter. Uh, Taj, you want to give the handle? Sure, time?
0: it's at and then the letters D D J foundation
2: cool disclaimer my brothers won't do it so I will uh, we are not licensed therapists we are just ordinary people who have experienced loss in our lives we've been impacted by it and we've learned from it and we want to share our opinions in attempt to help you overcome whatever it is you are going through saying that if you need professional help we urge you to seek it and to find it do not just rely on us uh, today's date July 5th 2017 Terrell Taj, tell me about you guys' weekend. How, first of all, real quick, the 4th of July mm-hmm. for international listeners is the, uh, the birth date of our country. Why are uh, you looking at me? The way you're looking at me, gives me makes cause me stress were, out.
3: Because it already passed, so I thought you were going to say it was yesterday. It was yesterday. You it is. I'm like, what do you mean? Oh, I
2: said it is? Yeah. Oh, but I oh, thought you were going
3: to say when it was. Gotcha. Well, you were saying what it it was
2: yesterday, but it is the birth date of our country. Um, and, of course, the fireworks throughout. My kids loved it. Terrell, Taj, tell me about your guys' week, not just yesterday. Tell me about your week.
3: Week was fun. We uh, went to this guy's 10-year anniversary. Who's?
2: Uh, Must have been a really cool guy to have he, a 10-year he right. anniversary.
3: He's all right. Um, no, but we went to your 10-year <laughs> anniversary. That yeah. was nice.
2: Yeah, it was cool, right? Yeah, it was a
3: good surprise. I fun. think we should have stayed inside, but it's
2: okay. You know what, Terrell? I was thinking about it, but you know what? I, th- I could have sworn Francis knew it was happening, and I didn't want to have right. to.
3: It's all right. No, yeah. but it was good. It was always good. It it was good to see a lot of people that were at the wedding were there yeah. as well. Yeah, um, Bill was there. Yeah, and then of course Scotty and Angie and all everybody and Pat. was there. And Pat was there, so it was good to catch up with everybody. Yeah, and um, looking at the the photos slideshow, the slideshow,
2: seeing everyone and we're yeah. ten years went.
3: Yeah, yeah ten years good. older.
2: Taj Jackson, how was your week? Good.
0: Anything? No. Of course. No movies? No, nothing? No. Um, the movies are, ask me next week. That's when the movies are.
2: Transformers?
0: No. Nah. Spider-Man is coming.
2: Spider-Man yeah. and then Baby Driver? Yes. I'm actually seeing that today. That looks you good. You are. Yeah. I, I follow Jamie Foxx and he's all over saying this is actually a good movie. Okay. He's pretty Does open. he ever say that it's not he, Actually, he, he does. He just doesn't really talk about okay. it. So okay. So he's saying this one's an actual good one, so I'm going to go check it out. Okay. Yeah, I
0: heard it was good. Well, let, let us know. I will, Taj. I will.
2: So, uh, my week was, as Cheryl said, mostly uh, we had some family. Francis' family was in town, so that was good. And then we did the the anniversary, so getting uh, everything together for that, for the party, was good. I didn't know if it was a surprise or not. I mean, it was intended to be a surprise. You said it was a surprise. It was a surprise, but I don't know if Francis. I got there knew on
0: time because it was a surprise. <laughs> we got there yeah, early. You did. I'm proud no, of we you did. guys. You but.
2: Did. I, I didn't know if Frances knew. She was giving me hints that she knew. Mm. So Someone might have slipped up. But she didn't up. know. Family. Well, and then slips Dee and up. Joe yeah. knew oh, for four somebody. days. So I was like, uh, "There's no uh, way they're yeah, holding it yeah. for four days." Yeah. So family slips up. Just, just too many variables. So I thought she knew, but apparently she didn't know. So it was, a, it was either a really that good surprise. or she's a good actress. She's not that good of an actress. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be the first one to tell you. Um, all right. Well, yeah, that was our week and um, fireworks. Fireworks were good. Yeah, did you see fireworks. Yeah, fireworks good. The kids loved. I saw Dodge. from
0: the balcony, like from they far did. away. Yeah, okay. this year I actually did, which interesting. was interesting. Good.
2: Today's show, we have a very special guest. Um, her name is Jessica Rose, and uh, she's sitting right next to us. Hi. <laughs> There's Jessica. <laughs> Hi, Jessica. Um, so, Jessica, I can say your age. Yes. You are 31 years old. I am. And you look younger. Thank you. And I hear that a lot. So,
4: from one baby face to yeah. another. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> Very young.
2: But um, let's go right into it. Where are you from?
4: I'm from Northern California, wine country, Sonoma, mm-hmm. Napa yeah. area. Yeah. Do you know
2: Calistoga?
4: Yes. Calistoga is beautiful.
2: And the Solage Hotel? Yes. I've stayed been there. there. No. That's cool. Mm hmm. Hey, that's probably. all you knew. Huh? That's how that threw it all <laughs> out. Okay, it's no mistake. Lexi used to play yeah, basketball. That's, that's where I graduated. From. Oh really? Yeah. Oh cool. You're the wait. Don't tell him the SeaWolves. Yes. Oh. <laughs> SeaWolves. Yeah. Scotty <laughs> always makes fun of the SeaWolves. Oh. It's like what is this? What is what a SeaWolves? Yeah, good question. I don't <laughs> 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 um, cool. I didn't know you're from there, but okay. So and then you came down to the southern part of california when
4: yeah eight years ago in 2009 after i graduated from sonoma state um, to pursue a career in entertainment
2: cool Mm -hmm. acting
4: no i actually wanted to be a news anchor Um, (laughs) and then i had a hard time getting a job at a news station without an internship so i fell into tv production and i've been there ever since and i love it
0: cool Mm -hmm. cool wait real quick what do you love about tv production
4: it's Chaotic, mm-hmm. and you're always on your feet and thinking on your toes, and you just have to act.
0: So <laughs> you like that part. Yeah. So some people don't like. Mm-hmm. I run from that stuff, mm-hmm. but you that energizes you.
4: Yes, I do best under pressure.
0: Yeah.
2: But Taj, isn't Good that
0: part you. of the industry? Yeah, it's a big part of the industry, mm-hmm. especially live kind of stuff. It's nothing, nothing goes gotta, smooth. Yeah. Well, even in the music industry, like performances, yeah, nothing, nothing goes, goes smooth. You got to be on your toes. Mm-hmm. So. So. Um,
2: Jessica's joining our show today to discuss What is this? I've never seen you guys have these? What is that? (laughs) Part of my chair fell apart. I've never seen one of these. I don't know what that is. But (laughs) Jessica's here on our show to discuss um, alopecia areata. Yes. Areata.
4: Alopecia areata.
2: A-L-O-P-E-C-I-A-A-R-E-A-T-A And alopecia areata, I've never heard of it. Tarzan, no. you guys. I'm sorry. Heard. Can you pronounce it, Jessica? Because we I
3: don't want to. I don't trust. Yeah, I know
2: nothing.
4: it is. It's alopecia areata. Um, Ariata. <laughs> alopecia in general is a general <laughs> uh, term. Alopecia okay. Because there's different types of it. The type that I have is
2: areata. Mm-hmm. Areata. Mm-hmm. And alopecia areata mm-hmm. is a common auto. It's, which she she said, one is you said? Odda.
4: I think auto, but I don't. Maybe I'm wrong.
2: <laughs> See, you must huh? be going know. off of the okay. Cubs pitcher. <laughs> yeah, I am. Jake Areata. Yeah, I think. All right, so you say it, what it is, alopecia...
4: Areata is how okay. I it. Alopecia,
2: okay. alopecia areata is a common autoimmune skin disease causing hair loss on the scalp, face, and sometimes other areas of the body. Um, I've never heard of alopecia areata. Um, more than 200,000 U.S. cases per year in the United States alone, and then it's saying um, about 5 million uh, in the uni- United States have it and it's equally, pretty equally distributed amongst men and women. Um, The cause is unknown, but they think it may be triggered by stress or illness. Um, So what, was that pretty accurate? Yes, Uh,
4: that's the definition, the textbook definition, yes. You want to give us a real (laughs)
2: life definition? (laughs) Yes. Yes.
4: Um, Well, what's funny about it is that it's not proven to be genetic. Um, There's a chance that if I have it, then, you know, my kids could have it, but it's really unknown and it's also, you know, my Nana has thinning hair, but she's in her 70s, so, mm-hmm. you know, that makes sense. So, is it because of that? So, you really, you don't know and um, you also don't know when it's it's going to get you. it's an autoimmune disease, um, so you could lose your hair as a baby, you could mm-hmm. lose it at 70, like you don't know when it's going to hit.
2: When did you first of all you just came out about this and i
4: did i just came out uh june 17th mm. i oh wow
1: That's
4: I, yeah it was um it's very recent so i'm very new to this um but it's exciting because i want to share my story to inspire other women that are not comfortable living with themselves to embrace
2: it how long you are bald yes how long have you been bald
4: So I started losing my hair when I was 12, but it never came out in clumps, it just started thinning. Mm -hmm. And it was, you know, the same time as puberty. So I thought, oh, this is part of puberty, my hair's thinning. So we went to the doctor, he said it was hormones, it would fill in on its own. So from 12 to 23, I kind of accepted it as hormones, but it never filled in. You know, I had a, a bald patch on the top of my head and it was embarrassing because I felt like the sun just shone right on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like everyone was yeah. looking directly at my bald spot instead of at my eyes when they spoke to me. It made me very insecure. Um, so I think finally at 23, I was like, this this isn't hormones. This is I've got to get this checked. So I took a biopsy with the dermatologist and it came back for alopecia areata, which mm. is um, patchy bald spots. And so I started wearing wigs to cover it up and then... I got sick of the wigs because it was Mm. frustrating and I was hiding who I was, you know, I didn't know who I was because I wasn't identifying with my true self. Um, So then I came out. I was like, you know what? (laughs) Take this off. I'm ready. So
2: uh, before June, just two months ago, you would be in a wig.
4: Yes. um, It's funny. I actually did a news interview for CBS News LA um, in January. My mentor with wearing wigs, um, Amy Gibson of CreatedHair.com, she kind of put me in wigs that were comfortable, not costumey, and she has lost her hair completely. Um, so she inspired me. So she brought this opportunity to do this interview for cbs um to my attention and she's like i already know your answer is no but i just wanted to throw it out there because you're the only client i have that bonds her wigs which is gluing my wigs to my head i wanted to make sure that baby wasn't going anywhere Mm -hmm. i wanted it to be a part of me um it's the only way i felt that i could feel secure Mm -hmm. so that helped for a couple years um so you know i was like you know what i do want to do this interview i want to tell my story and i want to show The process of bonding wigs for other women that are curious about it Mm -hmm. so I did that but that aired in May and before then I was already um, I went to taping my wig so I could take it off at night so this interview really just changed my life and Mm -hmm. I was just like I'm coming out with it all the way
2: how do you feel since coming out with it all the way
4: oh I feel like there's a huge weight that's been lifted off my shoulders I I really feel free um, you know I feel like I'm not hiding anything yeah. 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 It's so nice to just be open. <laughs> um, so you
3: go ahead. Sorry, I have a question because mm-hmm. you just came out recently. Mm-hmm. How long have you been wanting to come out? And was that the moment where you were talking about your interview that changed? Is was that the deciding moment where you said, I'm going to come out?
4: It was shortly after because um, I didn't want to. I never thought it would come out. I was like, I'm not going to be bald and walk around like that. Like, I'm going to look like a guy. Like, I'm no, not going to be attractive. Um, so I didn't want to come out but that interview just knowing that if I could change one person's life and like make them feel like it's okay because I didn't have anyone to talk to when I was growing up about hair loss so I kind of wanted to be that inspiration for someone so that shortly after that interview when I realized it wasn't as hard I cried on camera Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that really just opened up this whole floodgate of emotions that I hadn't dealt with and I didn't know I needed to deal with and so that made me realize you know what let's take this head on. Literally. Did, did anyone
3: know? Did, did you have a close, like, did anybody know cl- friends? Or yes.
4: Any? My close friends, I I keep my friends forever. If you're my friend, you're in there for life. Sorry. So <laughs> all my friends that I've gone to school with had known because, you know, they, they saw my hair. And so they knew I was wearing wigs. I told them about it. I was very open. I'd go try wigs on with girlfriends. Uh, my family all knew. Um, I, dating, I would not tell anyone when I was dating. If I did, it would be just so awkward and it's they reacted the way i presented it you know and i'd be like i have something to tell you like it's this <laughs> horrible thing you know and i'd be like oh gosh um so no one really knew outside of my close friends and family
1: mm. mm-hmm.
0: good question Sharon. No, no it's fascinating so do you, when you were growing up did you have a support system or was it because i'm sure the kids teased you at school and stuff like that
4: I did get teased. It's funny because I don't know why, but I had really thick skin and I, I could take it. I just didn't feel like it yeah. was meant yeah. to hurt me. Mm-hmm. Um, I was called Bald Spice. Uh, the spice Girls were very popular, mm. so I was the <laughs> honorary <laughs> sixth member. Yeah. Um, I had, even had friends' parents called me Bald Spice, you know? Like really? it was. So I just took it as like a term of endearment. Like they weren't. They were just, mm. you know, busting my bulk a little bit. How did bit? that feel <laughs>
2: when they would say it? Did it. I mean, I assume you. You presented yourself as it didn't bother you. Mm-hmm. But did it bother you? Oh,
4: yeah. I hated looking in mirrors. Um, I wrote my diary. I just, ha- I didn't, re- but I didn't know how bad it affected me until later in life. Um, because it did. It sucked. You just, I just felt ugly all the time. I never felt pretty, but I was like, well, it's hormones. It's going to grow in. And then I can say, well, look at me now. But mm. I never got my look at me now <laughs> moment. Yeah.
2: So you wore wigs for?
4: For, um, gosh it was seven years seven years Mm
2: -hmm. seven years what is it like now i know you said it was freeing you feel like a weight lifted off your shoulder
4: i definitely feel free but it's um it's weird because some people like my friends are like i'm already used to you like this Mm -hmm. and i'm not like i still look in the mirror and i don't feel as pretty as i do when i have my beautiful long hair on so that's going to take time, and I know that, and that's why I'm trying not to wear my wig every day and just embrace this. But eventually I want to be like, okay, my hair is my accessory. If I want to wear a purple short wig today and then yeah. I shave my head tomorrow, like I want it to just be whatever I'm feeling that morning.
2: Yeah, you have options. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Do, do you, have you worn a wig since?
4: I have. I went to the airport. Um, I was planning to see my girlfriend in Texas. And I, in my ID, I have a wig on. So I was like, I don't want to show up with a shaved head. And they say, you don't look the same. I don't want any more attention. Like, mm-hmm. that's the thing. I want to go under the radar. And it's hard because all of a sudden I don't have hair. Yeah. Um, so I didn't want to draw attention to myself. So I did wear my wig to the airport both days. Um, and I wore it hiking yesterday because I hate the way hats look on my head without hair on. It's, like, so weird to really? me. Yeah, it's <laughs> very weird. I'm not used to it. So I wore a hike or I wore a hat.
2: Were you hiking with a lot with of people? My wig?
4: Um, Just three people. Okay. Um, my mom, who's seen me without it, yeah, and mm-hmm. a good friend that I would wear my normal head in front of her. I just... I don't know. It's weird. It's just so many looks you have to get used to, and a hat on a bald head. For me, I don't feel like I'm there yet.
2: <laughs> so, question. What did... Um, what do you advise... or How do you... Because you're only 12, so I don't mm-hmm. know if you'll know this answer, but because it can happen at any age right when you start losing your hair yes how do you know if it's something to check get checked out or get diagnosed or not what was the like turning factor for you
4: i think that um you should get second opinions always Mm -hmm. we had a great family doctor who we trusted and i don't think that he was wrong necessarily to think that but again like alopecia isn't very known um i think people associate hair loss with cancer right you know Mm -hmm. a terrible terrible thing and so it's weird, or the older men, that just receding hairline. So I think it's something that, and stress can cause hair loss. You know, pregnancy, hormone, there are so many factors. So I think it makes sense to just go straight to like, well, you just started puberty, you're losing your hair. But I think it's important to get a second opinion or go yearly. Um, and if you're ready for a biopsy, I mean, I know that that's a little intimidating when you're young mm-hmm. to get your scalp cut open. But I think that it's important to know...
2: Um, What you have. What
4: you have, because then you know how to deal with it. And if you're not ready to know, maybe um, when I was going through this, you know, I couldn't Google everything and social media wasn't that big. Thank God, I think, because that would have been rough to deal with social media going through something like this. But I think there's so many tools now that kids or, you know, anybody has that can look things up when they're unsure. So I'm hoping that they look me up and find me when they need inspiration. That's that's (laughs)
2: beautiful, and that's why um, we're doing the show from a while ago to help inspire. And that's why it's huge that you're here doing the same thing because you will be helping many out there. So thank you for
3: thank you for coming in.
2: do you guys have any
1: Yeah,
3: were there were there other people that you knew that had the same thing that you looked up to or that you reached out to and correlate to or
4: No, not until my 20s when I um, I went through a couple different wig situations and I really had a breakdown in my car one day when the wig I was wearing just wasn't fitting my head right and I started crying and I'm like on my phone googling I didn't want to go into work and i was Googling and I found createdhair.com, Amy Gibson, and I called her and she answered. You know, it wasn't some (laughs) company line that puts you on hold. She answered right away and she's like, come in today, I'll take care of you. And then I learned that she had alopecia. She has no hair whatsoever, no eyebrows, eyelashes. um, And she is just very confident in the woman that she is, but she didn't come out until later in life. Mm -hmm. Um, So she was my mentor. Um, so no, no, I didn't have anyone when I was younger because I didn't deal with it. I didn't, I just I thought just it's gonna, buried, gonna grow in, yeah. I just buried it. Yeah,
2: besides hair loss, is there any other symptoms or anything like that related to alopecia? No, so it's, it's just, just the it's loss just hair of
4: hair loss, yeah, random hair loss, and it doesn't hurt and it's not contagious. Wow, yeah,
0: okay. Mm -hmm. Did it affect your dating life in terms of, I know you said that you wore wigs when Mm -hmm. you dated and stuff like that, but did that affect your self-confidence in terms of?
4: Oh, yeah, definitely. I think that it's affected my dating life since I was in my teens because I was always insecure and felt Mm -hmm. ugly. So it's hard to really let someone love you or the right people love you if you don't love yourself. So I didn't really love myself until recently. Yeah. Um, So I didn't want to share. I was scared that, you know, because it's a superficial world sometimes, mm. especially sometimes. living in Los Angeles. Say, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> so you know, I was scared to to let anyone know. You know, when did you move to LA again? Uh, eight years ago, so 2009.
2: 23. Did you know it was? It's still interesting to me a bit how she had, um, she had like a. a I don't want to say an image issue but like was image conscious but still came to the city of image <laughs> you know of the the capital of, of image stuff. so you're at least prepared or strong enough to kind of not let
4: i guess i yeah. i think when it comes to my career like nothing's gonna get in the way like yeah. i didn't care if like i was terrible at dating and i've been single forever i was like <laughs> my career matters like what Good. do i have to do to get here and um yeah, I don't know.
2: Cool. <laughs> right, we are here with uh, Jessica Rose. Uh, is that your real name?
4: Middle name is Rose. So cool. Jessica Rose Ward. Ward's my last name. What okay. nationality
2: are you, if you don't
3: mind?
4: You know what's funny? I just did a 23andMe test. Oh, you did? And um, it said I'm dominantly European, um, Italian. 23andMe is like ancestry DNA test. Is it accurate? Um, you know, what's weird because so I am I identify with Maltese, which w- is a little island um, in the Mediterranean. And I guess there is definitely Italian influences, but it didn't say the word Maltese on there whatsoever. <laughs> so gonna, okay. Um, but, yeah, so Maltese, a Native American, but a lot of European. Cool. Nice. European.
2: Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay, we're, we're here with Jessica Rose. for We're discussing alopecia areata. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and. I think that was better right okay, that was better. okay. and uh, if you have any questions any comments if you know anyone or any, want to share anything uh, any of your stories please call us at three two three two zero three zero eight one five we're gonna open up phone lines so if you want to call call in um, question what helped you get through it like what was there any type of was there a book was there a movie was there um, I know you said Amy Gibson, right? Mm-hmm. She helped, but was there anything like that you can take with you or that you, you relied on at night or anything like that that helped you overcome during your darkest times?
4: Yeah, to be honest, um, I started baking when I was 8 years old, and that is my therapy. It's a form of art, self-expression. Um, and I didn't know it at the time, but I just always put all my feeling and energy into baking. Wow. And now that I've come out with my hair... I realize I don't have that need to bake so much which is funny because now I don't need to release that therapy because I'm releasing it every day. Mm-hmm. That is I'm so open interesting. With myself. It's so funny. I like, wouldn't have thought it was related, but it really is.
2: So, okay, I love that. So before before you came out, ba- you relied on baking a lot, mm-hmm. baking all types of things, desserts. I
4: bake for everyone's birthday at the office. I bake for charity. I literally just, I was on Cupcake Wars. I, like, baked so, <laughs> so hard. <laughs> that
2: is so interesting. So then when you did come out a month or so ago, you haven't found the need to bake as much. Mm-hmm. So, in a way, your therapy was through baking. Yes. And exactly. you didn't even realize it. I
4: didn't it. even know it, yeah. Wow.
2: Mm-hmm. I think that's so interesting and cool. Yeah. Um, okay, and where can, um, we're, we're not finished, but w- before I forget, can you share your Twitter and Instagram so that people can learn more about you and your story?
4: Yeah, my Twitter um, is Love Sweet Mess. And Which is a great name. <laughs> it's also mm-hmm. the name of my blog, lovesweetmess.com. It's, I share a lot of baking recipes, um, fashion, and now bald stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then my Instagram is, my personal Instagram is really Jessica Rose. Okay. And uh, I'll be, I've been doing more bald posts on there as well.
2: What What do you uh, blog about? A little baking, a little... A
4: lot of recipes. Okay. Um, and then a lot of, like, if I have cute, I love clothes. Like, fashion is so fun to me. So I, you know, take some cute pictures with my girlfriends. Um, this is my outfit. Here's where <laughs> to get it. <laughs> um, and now, you know, personal, personal stories. My whole story of my journey with alopecia is on my blog. So.
2: Is alopecia curable?
4: No. There are some treatments that help hair grow in, not for mine, but that you can get cortisone injections that kind of stimulate hair growth. Um, and that works for some people.
2: Have you uh, said? But it won't work for you. It
4: hasn't worked for me. I also um, I was a member of the hair club, which was um like it's putting like radio like light. It's almost like UV light. It's like a light therapy.
1: Hmm.
2: You do that um, at a doctor's office, or
4: it was at a it was at an office. Hmm. Yeah, it was kind of you know performed by doctors and nurses and. You go in once a month, um, and it was the light was supposed to stimulate hair growth. It's been so long since I did that; I almost forgot the whole technique. Um, I think it was a brush that they did on it that gave Mm. you light. Um, It didn't work, but I did that for about a year.
2: So you didn't know if any of these would work Mm -hmm. um, until you actually tried them,
4: right? Yes, Um, and nothing worked, and I kind of just got discouraged. Mm. And I think, and even now, you know, I'll go to the dermatologist and be like, "Oh, do you want to try?" you know, these pills or this or that, and I'm just like, no, because it's, I'm never going to get luscious, long, full hair, mm-hmm. even if my hair starts to grow a little bit, it's never going to be what my wigs are, and I'm used to my wigs now, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I just mm-hmm. will stick a wig on if I'm feeling Wait, like it. What,
0: what color wig, like, what's your favorite wig? Thing? So
4: I only have brown, like my natural hair color, maybe a little darker, because I was so um, paranoid that people would know it was fake, so oh. I wanted it to look as natural, natural. as possible. So, I haven't gotten anything colored yet, but I'm excited too. Cool. And
0: what's the color that you
4: use? I want blonde. Yeah. I want to do a platinum blonde. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: would be cool. That would be cool. We're going
2: to oh, take no? our first call. Who do we have on the line with us? This is
1: Sheila Jones, the one from, from Valentine's, Day. Uh, Valentine's Day. How are you, Sheila? Hey, I'm fine, y'all. We are doing hey, well.
2: We're doing well. We're doing well. I'm
1: calling this, uh, I know your topic is a different topic today, but I'm calling because uh, Instagram child. I mean, this losing my granddaughter, at age sixteen, um, on the thirtieth. Mm-hmm. I'm
2: sorry, you cut out a bit. I missed. I missed what you
1: said. Uh, yes, yeah, so my grand, I'm calling. Um, uh, I talked to Instagram child about my granddaughter getting killed on the thirtieth of this month. Oh, I'm sorry. She got shot, and she was only sixteen. I'm sorry.
2: I'm sorry. So sorry to hear that. It's my first time hearing. Yeah, about this happened so.
1: when I was in the hospital because I wanted to be there for my daughter. But all this happened, I was in the hospital. She was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Oh. So, yeah. We are so I had sorry grief counseling when I was in the hospital because when my granddaughter visited me in the hospital, she got the news and she was going, she screamed and go out and the nurses ran in. So, they gave us grief counseling there. She like yeah,
2: you make sure, oh, that's, I'm so sorry to hear that. So this was only six days ago? Yeah. Six, seven days ago, Yeah, right?
1: she was, yeah, she's only 16. And it's just and my daughter just had a baby, so it's just total, and the whole family just going. That's just going through it. Oh.
0: I'm trying to be. I got to be strong for all of them.
1: Are you? Are you the with one... My
0: three T's. Yeah. Because I love y'all and y'all understand. We love you too. Are you? Are you the one that they always look to for the strength? Is that? Is that why you say? Yes. You're... Yeah. Yes. So you're the one that you're the one that they're <laughs> oh, relying on. The
2: Nana, yes. Sheila, we um. I'm I'm speechless right now. Mm. The only thing I could tell you is you just gotta be strong and you know, uh, I don't I don't really know. You caught me off guard here, but just know we're with you and whatever you need from us, you reach out. Um, you have a whole whole community uh, over the airways that are here to support you. So whatever we can do as a foundation, please reach out and, and keep oh, us Oh well we have
1: um we started uh the Barry Hotel so film, we got uh, GoFundMe.com. Okay. And it's under my daughter, my granddaughter Felicia. Her sister, her older sister's name Felicia Woodson. So, so those on Instagram it's okay. Can you do? Can,
2: can you do me a favor and, and tweet the GoFundMe link to the Dee Jackson Foundation? And
0: we can, yeah, we can. So retweet uh-huh. it. We could retweet I can't
1: it. I
2: can do that. Yeah, please do that, Sheila. And um, again, just know we we're here for you, and you know you got to be strong, but at the same time, you got to make sure you get your therapy and continue to get your able to speak it out and, and speak how you're feeling get that all out you know you don't want to keep it bottled yeah, cause in
1: yeah because after this happened I was in the hospital I found out I had uh, I had to have surgery for my because my I had uh, hysterectomy and then I had a gallbladder surgery mm. so they said a small scar in my body from having a surgery uh-huh. my small intestine was wrapped around it so I think I might have, to have surgery for that and all that came when I was graded half surgery but I couldn't have it because they not it,
2: everything checked out. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Well, but, yeah. Alicia, stay strong. Okay, yes. stay strong I'm, and please. I, I, I
1: know. Please. I got y'all We're here work, with so you. I'm good. Yeah. We
2: are here with you, Sheila. Okay, we love you and and please um let us know how we can help. Send us that tweet uh so we can get that GoFundMe out there for our
1: community. Okay. Okay. And tell Carol, Ter- Carol, I'm here. I'm here. Carol? Yes. I'm going to send you your birthday card. That's your two
2: birthday cards. You're
1: going to love them. <laughs> thank you. So sweet. Aww. Okay. You're we, going to love them, okay. okay? All our love. We love you, Sheila. All right. Okay, now right. I'll have to give everything over to y'all now. Okay. okay. Great.
0: Thank you.
1: Thanks, Sheila. And thank y'all. I love you. Oh, God we, bless
0: y'all. God bless you, we too. Love we you love, too. love
2: you. We love you, too. That's That's tough.
0: Very tough that's tough we are with you Sheila
2: yeah we're all you caught us off guard a bit there Um, but we're with you and um we we praying for your family and and hoping you guys uh get through this uh this this tough time um okay so I'm a little caught off going yeah me too (laughs) too. it's a tough one yeah Yeah, that's that's the hard thing you know we I think it's something that we've always struggled with doing the show. We always hear, you know, we, we hear everyone's tough times and things, so we have to keep it upbeat. But at the same time, we want to make a real show to help people because everyone has things, you know. Everyone has, has challenges, challenges okay. and obstacles and trials. And so it's life. It's life. Uh, any, other, any other obstacles or challenges that besides the, uh, I forgot, alopecia are uh-huh. Ariada. Uh, Besides alopecia areata, any of the challenges that that you had, or was this probably the biggest hurdle that you had to go through in your life so far?
4: This was the biggest hurdle, um, I think, so far, just because I was hiding it for so long, Mm -hmm. and it kind of ate away at me, um, and I didn't know what it was. Mm -hmm. Um, I went to therapy even. I was having a, I don't know, quarter-life crisis turning 30. Um and yeah. I went to therapy and my hair loss never came up so even then I was you like were hiding it, it was it still. so buried that yeah. it was an issue yeah um so I think that yeah coming out with it and accepting it is the biggest hurdle. Um,
2: Did you have any like nightmare scenarios oh, with any oh, wigs or anything? Oh
4: my gosh, like yeah, that you know that boyfriends or exes would see me without my wig or tell me I was ugly. Like you just just like crazy thoughts that yeah.
2: So yeah. in in a way you were handy, no not handicapped held hostage mm-hmm. to uh, your your situation. Yes. And by coming out, you're kind of grabbing it by the horn right. and now in control.
4: Yes, it's I'm not letting it um, control me any longer. I'm yeah I'm in the driver's seat and I'm embracing it. I think w- especially as women, um, but I know everyone goes through this. We all have insecurities. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to your looks, it's hard to face the world when you don't feel 100% confident with yourself. Mm -hmm. So instead of running from that and letting my looks control me, I'm, I'm just embracing it.
2: How many times have you embraced it publicly? Have Uh, you been taught? Like, how many different type of interviews or things have you done?
4: I did one interview for CBS um, because I'm brand new to this. But I did do, I've, I did pageants. I started doing pageants in
2: 2014. But what, n- not without a wig.
4: Not without a wig. And I've done, I'm going on my fourth pageant. My third pageant, I had wrote on my judge's sheet that I had alopecia. It was the first time I had, like put it out there. And they didn't talk about it in my judge interview. They like mm. chose all the other things to talk about and not about the biggest one. And that kind of discouraged me a little bit because I was so ready to just talk about this. Um why do
2: you think they didn't discuss it?
4: I think they didn't know what it was. I think yeah. they saw alopecia, you're in it's two minutes, you know, it's very quick judge interview and I think they just didn't know what it was and maybe didn't know how That's to talk so about interesting. it. It was very weird. So they, you know, asked about more my career and the charities they bake for and stuff like that. So this next pageant that I'm doing, Miss West Coast, um, I have I have my judging on Sunday next week and I'm going to take off my wig in the interview. I'm going to explain my platform is uh, this club I created called Bald Babes, and I'm just ready to own it. And okay, so
2: out. so so two questions: What's Bald Babes?
4: Bald Babes is a Facebook page I created. Um, I want it to be a club to support.
3: Create, I like your tie, your names.
4: Bald, Bald Do You come babes. up with all your names?
3: Yes. I uh, like. <laughs> <laughs> <is> very cool. <laughs> Sorry.
4: Thank you. Um, yeah, I thought it'd be catchy. So bald babes is a support group for women, even men. But I feel like my audience is mainly women um, mm-hmm. that are experiencing hair loss, and it can be any type of hair loss. It's not just it, including alopecia. It can be from cancer. It can mm-hmm. be from stress. You know, pregnancy. Any type of hair loss because it all makes you feel the same. Mm-hmm. You know, you feel like less of a woman without your hair. So it's to support. It's a community to support women.
2: What um, what I just realized too, just thinking is that men probably don't have the same, you know. Um, challenges to over you know get through it because most men when they start losing their hair they shave their head you know mm-hmm. and it's like accepted in society mm-hmm. we're used to seeing older men bald where for women it's still a challenge
4: yeah it is a challenge and but the, to argue that women can throw on a wig a lot easier than a guy can you know so I do feel for the men because I have friends that are going through hair loss and I can see how it affects them mm-hmm. Um but, yeah, it's true. It's it's definitely more accepted in society for guys to be losing their hair. Like, they're not going to stop dating because they have to shave their head.
2: <laughs> yeah. When you, in today, like, when you go grocery shopping or whatever you're doing, you're shopping, do you get looked at a lot? Do people make judgments? Do people, do you ever experience that?
4: Um, I don't, I get a lot of comments on, like, whoa, you just got a haircut. Or, you know, my UPS delivery man this morning came in and he's used to me at the office, because I like to online shop, and he's like, wow, you got a really big haircut.
0: And mm. it's like, oh,
4: actually, I'm just not wearing my wig. Um, or my ID has my wig in it, so when I was buying um, beer for my dad on Father's Day, the guy goes, oh, wow, I usually joke about people getting a haircut, but for you, this joke would've worked. So you're like, you know, like, it's clearly, so it's, people are making comments based on how they knew me before, how they saw me before. Um, I have gotten random compliments from, like, Waiters at restaurants saying, like, oh, you have really nice eyebrows. And I'm just like, so stuff that I'm not used to hearing is now, so like, I'm being, com- like, I just feel like people just need to say something. So
2: it's nice, but maybe it's just because your eyebrows are now popping. Uh, maybe you know? maybe it's yeah. just you're in a way different. You're getting different reactions because you look different. Now, I do look different. Know?
4: Yeah, yeah, I am. I just I wanted to be as under the radar as possible without wearing my wig, and that's just not a reality. <laughs> like you can't. Yeah. It's such a dramatic change. Do you,
2: Do you know if um, they're coming to some type of cure for alopecia? Um, I've know? heard
4: different things, but, I, but until. You know, anything's available that can actually prove it. No. Yeah. There, yeah.
0: No. Did you have? Um, sorry, I'll get next. Yeah, by. please. He talk gets mad you at me when I'm not. Well, not I should
2: sure get mad. mad. Our listeners yeah, want to hear your voice. Man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: your, did you have any friends? You don't don't mention by name if you did. Um, any friends that discouraged you, or not friends only, but people close to you that discouraged you from? Coming out that in that way
4: i didn't have anyone discouraging but there was um someone close to me that his reaction wasn't what i wanted to hear Mm -hmm. and it wasn't i mean we talked about it after and it wasn't negative but Mm -hmm. it was like wait you're not going to wear your hair hair bald are you and i was just like oh yeah that's not what i want to hear you know i want to hear that you're proud of me Mm -hmm. um so that was rough yeah but coming out with it even he was like oh you look great like it's not a big deal you know i think i think people are just they're also protective of me you know and they don't want me to put myself out there and then get a negative response um because then i'm exposed and i can't be protected but everyone has been so supportive like literally Mm -hmm. everyone
2: I, i feel like our society which is a good thing we're moving to a more diverse and more open-armed when it comes to that. I know you're probably, because I, I know my... No, it,
0: it's it's twofold. I, I yeah. really believe there with social media it's, there's a lot more bullying, like public but bullying. But isn't
2: that within social media? Hmm? Like, it, That's if you look for it. You're going to find those people because they mm-hmm. now have there's a voice. There's a lot of
0: people that are taking freedom just to be bullies. But I think at the same time, there's a lot of people that are going through having been bullied that are standing up and kind of getting strong and getting strong and fighting you know um so it goes both ways my neighbor got bullied a lot she you know and and um she started anti-bullying thing but um so I'm kind of sensitive to that now because I for me I I was sensitive to bullying but I never bullied or anything like that so it just was straight like that but social media has become really harsh and so it's very courageous of you to to do that but I think at the same time um, you are setting an example for people and that's what's even more courageous and more exciting is that there are people that are looking up to you going well you because that's the thing that we're trying to do even with us is that we're trying to set examples for people Mm -hmm. because it's it's kind of gone the opposite way it's really Mm -hmm. become a nasty world in certain ways and so anything you can do positively yeah yeah
4: i think that's great and that's why i was so excited to be on this show is that what you guys do is so positive and you're really a safe space for the community Mm. to kind of vent and share their story and just to have someone listen like if you can just listen to somebody you can change their life and Mm -hmm. like that's really all i want to do is just listen to people and them
0: they're not alone yeah exactly and, you're, you're yeah, and you,
2: you know what great. I love too is it's not just for people who are suffering from alopecia the people who have to go through chemo and, mm-hmm. and are losing um, their hair I love your uh, bald babes mm-hmm. on Facebook mm-hmm. I love that because you're you're providing a, a community and that's mm-hmm. one thing we've learned is is providing a community goes a long way for for others mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had a question for you but I forgot oh. of course um,
3: yeah Charlie Villanova? Yeah. Remember? Yeah. He, um, I didn't know I he had... Some, yes. He uh, has the same skin condition. Wow. And I was just... He's an NBA really, player. He's an NBA player. NBA. Um, 10 years old, he found out he had a uh, skin condition. And at 12, he said everything fell off. And one of the challenges for him was he had friends that completely tre- treated him differently. And it was hard for him, especially at that time... Um, he was being called Bald Eagle, um, Powder, um, Conehead, all these different names. And what really hurt him at the time was was he was the same person. And he didn't understand how cruel people could be just because his hair fell off. And then um, he went on to say that, that basketball, it wasn't until basketball that he built his confidence up again because it was a recreational thing that he was naturally God gifted at. And um, he put all his his heart and energy into to basketball, and it was a place where he was just as good as everyone else, and all the players treated him equally, and the focus was on his basketball skills and not on his skin, skin condition. And um, I thought that was really interesting. You know, um, it's always difficult, and it's something, you know, even with Uncle Michael, it's like, when people have challenges, other people can be so cruel, Mm -hmm. you know, and they don't put themselves in in those situations. And it's it's very, it's sad, it's really sad. And I was just wondering if you ever had that experience of people treating you completely different that were one way before and then completely treated you differently. And then also, I know you mentioned baking, but is there anything like basketball that he had that, Mm -hmm. that you have?
4: Yeah, I don't really recall anyone treating me differently aside from the teasing. Um, from my Mm -hmm. high school friends. But then, because I was so private about my change like from wearing wigs, and now I'm coming out and my coming out was so dramatic, like all of a sudden it was very honest. So I haven't had, you know, I haven't been treated differently because I haven't put myself in situations like that. And what's different about my case um, is that I, if you look at me, you you can see hair on my head, even though it's shaved. Um, You can see patches where it's thinning. So when I grow it out, it it looks worse. but so people are like, well, you're not balding, like you have hair, like you're not losing your hair everywhere. So I think that that makes it almost more acceptable for my condition yeah. because I don't have a completely bald head. Well,
3: um, sorry to interrupt, mm-hmm. but also with Charlie Villanova, he didn't have eye, like yeah, everything, eyebrows, eyelashes, eyebrows, all yeah. of that. And it's sad because I think at one point he even mentioned a basketball player referring to him being a cancer
1: mm-hmm.
3: person, you know, um, person suffering from cancer it's just it's really disappointing and sad how people can be so cruel
4: yeah but i feel like the people that are that cruel are people that are dealing with issues themselves and they're deflecting yeah
2: yeah 100 percent. so you have your eyebrows like we said earlier Mm -hmm. are you concerned that you may eventually lose them or is there no chance of you losing them
4: it's possible that my condition can morph into something more severe but not mostly, li- not likely, you know. Okay. So, um, hope hopefully, I'm lucky enough to kind of stay this path with
1: it. Do you do you
2: wish you would have came out sooner?
4: It's hard to say. Yes and no. Yes, because gosh, to just be yourself and really own who you are and know who you are is so much easier, and it opens up so many doors in life. Um, but I think that if I didn't really go through my twenties um, and my teens dealing with this condition and learning how, like the wigs and like trying everything out for myself i don't know if i'd be comfortable enough yeah, to come out mm-hmm. so i think i had to go through all that yeah, to get here
2: provided you some stability yeah and so, so
4: you know and now hopefully people hearing my story can relate and they can come out sooner because they have somebody mm-hmm. to mentor them through it mm-hmm. so they don't have to wait till they're in their 30s yeah. They have women that are in their fifties that are saying you've inspired me. I'm yeah. going to shave not my bad. head. I'm like that's great. You know, better late than never.
0: Yeah, I yeah. bet. Um, we have an internet, a yeah. Twitter question okay. from yours truly, April, who um, once asked Jessica, uh, has she ever heard? Have you heard uh, alopecia? Is is it linked to thyroid thyroid problems? Have you heard? I ever heard that?
4: Not a hundred percent sure. I know that thyroid. Um, problems can cause hair loss. Depending, mm-hmm. um, it's hormone levels mm-hmm. can cause that. But I don't know if that's direct, directly, directly linked to an autoimmune disease. Got like it. alopecia. There you
0: go. Cool.
2: Okay. Cool. Well, we only have a couple minutes, but I want to. What we like to do is give you the final, a final rundown or anything you want to get off your chest. Um, yeah, Taj. And plot. oh, should we do that now? Yes, she's coming anyway. So go ahead, Taj. You do.
0: No, no, no. I didn't want to do it. (laughs) It just was a reminder. That's my job here.
2: Jessica, we were talking about this. You're coming on Friday. We have the art uh, art for a heart. I'm I'm saying it with a question because I want to get it exactly right. Art for heart, something of that nature. But um, it's a very important art show for our um, foundation, where proceeds sorry proceeds from the art sold. Will go to uh, the Dee Dee Jackson Foundation, and you can come. You can see the art. We will be there, and there will still be donations. So even if you can't afford any of the art, you could still donate to the foundation, and any amount, of course, helps. Uh, Helps fund things like our music therapy classes, uh, helps fund these radio shows, and uh, it just helps the foundation continue to go. So any help in that way would be great. And we always art for the heart. Art for the heart. Uh, we're always talking about going to our website, but this is an actual physical activity you could do to, to help and be part of the foundation,
0: right? Yes. Yep, Was J- I there. say that right?
2: July 7th, which is Friday at 7 p.m. Is that correct? Yes,
4: uh, I believe 7 to midnight. 7 okay. to midnight, that's right. That, Almost that rings studios, a bell. Yeah. Almost studios yeah. in
2: Los Angeles. Almost said yeah. downtown LA, but I'm not uh. going to say that. <laughs> I do know it's in LA. Uh, Jessica, do you have anything you want to. Um, recap or anything you want to share, anything of, anything that you want to, last thing you want the listeners to go away with?
4: Um, Just that if you have any type of insecurity, whether it's hair loss or any other thing that you're dealing with um, and you feel like you're alone, you're not. You always have support. You just have, you do have to seek it. Mm -hmm. Um, And so even if you're not losing your hair and you need to seek someone to talk to you, I can relate. So please reach out to me.
2: Aww, <laughs> I'm ready sweet. to listen. Um, and the, you're on Twitter. You can reach out to Jessica on Twitter with at Love Mess. Great name, L O V E Sweet Mess. The S W E E T M E S S. Or on Instagram at Really Jessica Rose. And I think we just posted pictures of you with your handles. So um, and then you also have your blog, which blog, is
4: Lovesweetmess.com
2: lovesweetmess.com mm-hmm. dot com, mm-hmm. and then the ball baby You're doing your thing. You got I'm trying to get it all
4: out there. I love I like. it. Really <laughs> that's
2: really true. <good. laughs> you, you find yourself feeling better when you do that.
4: Yeah, I do. I've, it's just like you know, so much therapy. This is very therapeutic. For yeah, me. yeah, yeah. Thank cool. you for having me. Well, thanks for thank
2: being you. on. Thank you. Um, of course, before we get off, I, before we close the show, I just wanted to send a, a love to Sheila again um, for what she's going through. I, I, you're still on my mind, Sheila, and. I'm praying for you, and I know my brothers feel the same way. So we're with you, and and we want to give you as much love and support as possible. So stay strong out there. Um, That's pretty much it for the show. Uh, We're going to hear every Wednesdays from 1 to 2 p.m. If you found our program helpful and and can't afford to do so, please go to DDJF and support the foundation. Any donation amount helps us support those in need. Um, And we want to remind every now and then we want to remind you guys about ADEC, which is the Association for Death Education and Counseling, which is an international professional organization dedicated to m- promoting excellence and recognizing diversity in death education, care of the dying, grief counseling, and much more. To learn about ADEC, you can go to www.adec.org. Www.ade, mm-hmm. um, of course, there's ddjf.org as well. You mm-hmm. can go to uh, anything else, Gerald? Oh, no, we're good. You're good, Taj? Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much for for listening. Jessica, thanks for joining our show today. Yes. And you guys have a wonderful rest of the week. And hopefully Wednesday. we'll see you guys Friday actually yeah, at, the, Friday. at the our show. If not, we'll see you next Wednesday. Thank you for listening to The Power of Love. We are here to provide hope, resources, and a community so no one feels alone in their grief. Support for our Power of Love radio show comes from a variety of generous donors. Including supporters from institutions, individuals, and corporations through the DD Jackson Foundation. DDJF is a nonprofit 501c3 organization.